You're listening to the Traffic and Leads Podcast, where we examine what is and isn't working in online marketing. Now, please welcome your host, online marketing expert, One Click Lindsay. Hey, everybody, it's One Click Lindsay with trafficandleads.com. Welcome to the Traffic and Leads Podcast today. So, today we have another great interview. I always say that, right? Want to know why? Because I always have the best guests on. But today I'm talking to Mr. Damien Lupo. He is the president and CEO of Total Control Financial. Now, this guy knows a ton about online marketing. He dives into all of his experiences, his wins, his losses. Um, at one time, the guy was spending $1,000 a day on pay-per-click, and he was managing it on his own. Make sure you listen in on this interview to see how that little test turned out. The cool thing is, and why I have people on to tell us about their wins and losses in online marketing is because, guess what? It is a game of win and losses. Even for a professional, uh, it takes a lot of work to make this happen, which is why I bring you this podcast, which is why I write articles, is to help you stay motivated because once you can get this fine-tuned machine running, this online marketing machine, your business will skyrocket. And it's a very fundamental part of having a successful business today. So that is why I do everything that I do. I bring people on like Damien, because guess what? Even one click Lindsay, don't tell anybody. I have had my own failures in online marketing. Yeah, now I've been doing it for 10 years. So there are a whole lot few and far between. But I'm sure for those of you that are maybe experiencing you know, struggles right now. That's why I bring you these stories. Guess what? Even those people who have made it, who have finally nailed down and won this online marketing game, they struggled too. So that's why I bring some really cool guests that are willing to kind of open up the book and tell us about their online marketing journey, that it's not all roses all the time, right? Before I do that, you know we have to stop in to the Traffic and Leads membership site and see what's happening over there. So make sure you check out trafficandleadsmembership.com. That's our membership program, 49 bucks a month. We'll hold your hand through this online marketing journey. So make sure you check that out. You can ask us questions. We will answer them. We're we're your full support team for $49 a month. And not only that, you get to see my beautiful face on a video once a week and get access to all my previous videos. It's a killer deal for $49 a month. It'll be going up soon, so make sure that you get signed up ASAP. So what's happening today over on the Traffic and Leads membership site? Well, it's Google Analytics week, so I've been walking the group through Google Analytics, having them set certain settings, making sure that they're in there utilizing it and not being overwhelmed on it. So the main question that one of the questions anyway that popped up today was, hey, one click, is there a way to track unique website visitors to our website? Is this something we can do weekly? So guess what? All those answers, my friends, all those answers are in Google Analytics. So I made a video and actually it was my video that was going to go out anyway that answered all of her questions. They not only answered how to track unique website visitors to her site, but track how long they stayed, where they came from, and what keywords they were basically being found for on Google. So much useful information that if you're serious about online marketing, which I know you are because you're listening to this podcast, 
you need to be out there. So I help people. That's what we do. Let's hop into our interview with Mr. Damian Lupo. Again, he's the president and CEO of Total Control Financial, and he's going to share with us a roller coaster of online marketing. So let's welcome Damian. Hey, Damien. Welcome to the Traffic and Leads podcast. Thanks for coming on today. Hey, Lindsay. It's good to be here. Yeah. So just for fun, why don't you tell everybody what you do and how you make money? So um, what I do is I, I help people get their money out of the Wall Street roller coaster, off the roller coaster, and out of Wall Street jail. And I basically help educate them and empower them so they can get out of that space and then take control of their money and, and use it for small business or investments and and take control of their financial life. So that's basically my mission, and it's what we do to, to help people out there. Okay, so um, you get customers and you pull them into an info product, or tell me, like, tell me about that. Yeah. Offering. So one one of the things that I, I realized a long time ago was that that when you create authority, one of the fastest ways to do that is to write a book, and and a lot of people have done that. And so I kept writing books every time I would do a business. I would write a book, whether it was about real estate or precious metals. The current one is about my product, which is the the qualified retirement plan, and that helps people. It's it's how people get out of their four hundred one ks. And so I basically did that. I created the information product, the book, and then there's a series of of drip uh, emails and then videos and kind of the, tr- the traditional uh, funnel where people get to learn and get comfortable and, and build the relationship. And it's, it's constantly a, a test to see if anybody cares about what I'm writing or, or whether they're responding. So we're, we're figuring out what works and, and how much it's costing us and whether it's actually converting into profit or I'm just a nonprofit. <laughs> Which is fine, right? Because you're so so dedicated to the cause. <laughs> yeah. It's, I, sometimes um, I, I wonder if I'm a little crazy, but yeah, that is, that's what we do. You got to try things. Yeah. Okay. So let's talk about driving traffic. So tell me a little bit about some things that you've tried to drive traffic and how those have worked. Well, it, so I'll take you back about 10 years ago when I when I first did my, my first book on, on real estate. And I remember I was investing in real estate, so I was making my money there. And I thought, I'm going to be in the information business. And I wrote this book and I thought, nobody knows me other than a few people that have done business with me in Phoenix. And I the the thing that jumped out was was the Google Click ads, and so I went out having no idea what to do with this. I just went and put put a budget out there of I think it was like a thousand dollars a day, and I said let's just get a lot of people to click. And so what I did is I sold my book for about a hundred bucks per book. That's about how much it cost me to get someone to click and actually buy. And about four or five thousand dollars into this, I went all right. Well, what am I going to do with this? I've got these forty people that have purchased my book. And I have no idea what to do with them. So I, I got people to pay attention, and it's 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 possible to get people to do just, just about anything in the click world. You just have to understand what you're going to do with them once you get them. So I basically stopped that thing, licked my wounds, and moved on. To, and because I had no idea, and I really didn't know where to get help, um, I moved on from that. So that was my first cataclysmic disaster with with SEO or or the. And the did you do world. did you do it all yourselves? You literally went into AdWords and set that all up. Yeah, I did it all myself, which means it was probably the worst way you could do it because I, I wasn't basing it on anything except maybe their help session or their you know their section for FAQs. So yeah. I wasn't getting any guidance from from people like you that were that were really that knew what they were doing and were were talking to the best in the world. I was doing it as a total amateur. Wow. Well, I mean, I th- I th- kudos to you for trying. So let me get this straight. It would cost you. So how much were you selling the book for? It was like twenty bucks or something? 
you know, originally I had, I put the book on, on Amazon and I was, it was a hardcover and I think I've had it on there for 30 bucks. So if I sold it on Amazon, then I was going to make probably $20 net profit because I published it and it was a hardcover. And, and so that was, that was the one way to do it, but nobody cared. Nobody was buying it. So the ad, the ads I had for somebody to click and buy, it was, it was costing me about a hundred dollars per book that I sold. So I was Yikes. using 70 bucks a book. But you still went forward for four or 5,000 bucks. Yeah, I did. I thought this has got to get better. And it just got more. I mean, when you're doing stupid and you do a lot of stupid, you just have a lot of stupid. <laughs> I'm quoting that. <laughs> That's true. Okay, so okay, so you lick your wounds, and then what did you try? Well, so one of one of the things I was doing in real estate that was actually working is is I would I was doing a lot of guerrilla marketing. So I was that was my foray into the digital world. I do remember one of the things that I had messed up on that was really applicable to this or any anybody else's funnel is when I did have people calling me. One of the mistakes I made, I had a pile of people calling in. And my psychology, I call it my San Diego psychology because I was very comfortable. If one person called and I did one deal and then 50 more people called and said they wanted to do business, I was already comfortable, so I didn't call them back. And this is very typical where people will will do this kind of thing where they their stuff is working and then they, they get in their own way. And I, I did that and almost went bankrupt because I wasn't actually calling the things that were working. So it's, it's, a, it's a question to even challenge ourselves. Are we paying attention to what's actually working? Because we can try to figure out what's working, and that's hard enough. And then if it is working, we got to make sure we don't get in the way. And, I mean, I did. So just, to, just throwing that out there, it's, I think it's important for people to realize that you could be your worst enemy. It might not even be the system that's the problem. And yeah. so that, that hurt me until I realized I've got to call people back. I've got to do things. So that was, that was about 10 years ago. And, and then... What has happened today is is that my two things. I fixed the funnel. I fi- I'm testing things, and I actually understand the conversion because back then, when I had these hundred dollar books or these hundred dollar costs, and and I didn't really know what to do with them, I had no. I didn't really have an upside. I re- really what I was doing was feeding my ego, and I didn't have other products or or training or anything that I could sell. And so today I have a very clear understanding of where people are going in my system, and I know that when I'm doing, I did click ads, and I. I attempted that again 10 years later. And one of the things that I noticed was that there were a lot of competitors that were willing to pay a lot more for these same people than what it was worth to me. To give you some numbers on this, I was I was out there thinking that I was going to convert about 1 in 10 to 1 in 20 and wasn't really sure. So I figured if it was 1 in 20, if it was my worst case scenario and my main product is $2,000, I needed to make sure that my my leads didn't cost me more than a hundred dollars each when they actually came in and said, "Hey, I want a copy of your book." So what what I noticed, and that would have been, I needed to keep them at about seventy bucks each. So what was happening is I was getting about I was getting these leads coming in, and they were costing about a hundred and thirty dollars each. So I was I was over, and that you know as long as I can convert a little faster, then I'm okay. And then what I what I found was as we were going along, it was about 50 to one. So my conversion was way out of whack. I, my numbers were, were off and it was about a five or $6,000 experiment. And I realized I need to, I need to re redo what I'm doing. And this wasn't me going in on my own. This was me with somebody that is one of the best digital marketers and, uh, and click guys in the, in the country. And he was setting up all my campaigns. So he knew what to do. I was just fighting with, with companies like Fidelity and Vanguard and, and, companies that are willing to spend a lot more money because they're mm-hmm. of their model. So 
I, I didn't really catch that in the beginning, how much money they were willing to spend to essentially keep me on the sidelines. And that was important because it would bankrupt me before I could catch up if I was using just that model. Wow. Okay. So how did you come around them? So what I did is I, I decided to, to look at some other things. And, and instead of just doing the, the click ads, what I thought was there's got to be another way, something else that's more gorilla-like. Because when I was doing real estate, I mean, I was painting my truck. I had signs everywhere. I was getting the city calling me and, and threatening to find me and put me in jail. And I thought there's got to be something else that's more gorilla where I'm not just fighting with fidelity. And, and so that's, that's what we're doing right here. We're, we're talking and we're, we're sharing in this, in this space with the podcast. It's, and, and using this to get the message out on what we're doing because people are paying attention to this in a different way. They're paying attention to, to authority voices and, and hosts and they have their favorite podcasts and, and they'll spend a half an hour or an hour. And so I, I thought maybe I can do this and I'm going to do it in a big way. So I went out and found out who could help me go into this space instead of fumbling around for the next year. I went and got help with the, the people that know how to put these type of podcasts together that um, can, can tee us up. Like you and I were introduced um, by interview connections by, and, and they were, they know what they're doing. I don't have a clue what I'm doing. I know what I'm good at and I'm not good at that. So I, you know, I found them and, and, and then I can figure out how much it costs to be able to, to share this message. And, and now that I'm doing that, I've got the conversion numbers and I understand that this is actually profitable to do it. So it didn't matter if this worked, that was great. If it didn't, I would stop doing it. It was really just testing things. And I think a lot of people just do one thing and they keep hammering themselves, beating their head into the wall. And, and so in this case, this is what I'm spending a lot of my time doing because there's so much noise out there with, with internet search and with email, I really needed to find a way to connect with people and share my story and, and, and share what I was doing so that they would hear me and it would, it would get out of the, uh, the masses that were all fighting in that same space. That makes sense. So how do you know this is working? What are, what are you considering like a conversion off of a podcast interview? Well, so on, on an average, uh, an average podcast probably has between 10 and 30 people that will, will show, show up and say, Hey, I'm interested in your book. And they'll, they'll either come to my website and they'll, they'll ask for one. And, and we offer those, uh, we offer one for free to people if they want to, if they want to trade their, their email and, and, and get some education, we send them a book. Uh, it, it can range from 10 to 30. Some people just go straight to Amazon and do it. But the ones that, that come in when there's 10 to 30, that's about 10 to 20 times better than the click ads were in terms of the investment for, for the podcast versus the, the other space uh, with click ads. The, I think the reason that this is so valuable, for one, uh, there aren't a lot of people that are, are willing to do it because it's, I mean, things happen on podcasts. It's a little funny because especially when you're on live shows or you just get on shows and sometimes just funny stuff happens. And so a lot of people won't do it. And, and so there's a lot less competition. And the other thing is you can't really leverage it. Because you and I are going to spend some time and we're, we're going to get into things. Not only is it, is it vulnerable, but I can't do 50 shows in one day. And you right. can do, do 5,000 ads on Google, but so, so can everybody else. So can Fidelity or Vanguard. And, and so finding places where other people aren't really playing or it's uncomfortable or it's awkward, I think are really, really powerful because you won't have a whole lot of competition, if any at all. Right. Okay. So let's talk a little bit about your funnel. So you're going to tell people here to go to your website, totalcontrolfinancial.com, right? Mm -hmm. That's right. And you're going to tell them, hey, you can get your free guide, your um, 
your free copy of TCF Guide to the QRP. There's a lot of acronyms there. Tell us what those are. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like alphabet soup over there. Yeah. <laughs> so, so we so TCF is is Total Control Financial, and, and this was the company was was named because we wanted to describe things. I think one of the, the things that's important in general in marketing and leads is to make sure people know what they're looking at. If they hear about something and they're totally lost, it'll just go right over them and they won't pay attention. So Total Control Financial was named on purpose so people would convert better. They'd actually pay attention and then go to the next step. Mm-hmm. And then the rest of the book, the QRP, is about it's called it's for qualified retirement plans. And most people have heard of those. If you've heard of a 401k, that's a type of qualified retirement plan. And so the, the book is, is exposing what's really an option out there for people that they can take control of their money, that they're not stuck in, in Wall Street. And, and it's really funny because people will get the book and then it's pretty much the exact same story for everybody that gets the book. They get the book and they're skeptical. They go, I don't know if this could be real. I don't know if I could actually get all my money and do what I wanted to. That doesn't seem right. And then they, they realize it is true and they actually can get control. And, and then they get really ticked off and they go, gosh, darn it. I wish I'd known about this 10 years ago. Nobody told me. And then they call and they go, okay. Now I'm really excited. I want to do this, and I wish I could have done it 10 years ago, but let's get started. So they they tend to go through that process, and in the meantime, as they're going through this, they're starting to read the book, and then they're getting other emails with little little bits because the book is very dense. When you're talking about a financial tool or instrument, it's a lot. It can be a lot of information, and it's overwhelming. And so the funnel is giving them one page of of here's some interesting things that really apply to you that like you did you know that you can actually buy rental property with your 401k or did you know that you can buy physical gold that's an, a separate email it's a it's a something that people can go huh interesting and they'll pay attention to it it's not just hey buy this thing here buy this thing buy it buy it buy it people right. get real burned out on that real fast so we're giving them something tangible every single time we send out an email and and there's a real open access to us. It's not just this this mystic thing behind the the curtain where they don't really know what it is or who's involved. They're just being told to buy something all the time. So we try to keep it as as human as possible, and it's why relationship is one of our six key values, and and why we show up the way we do because we're making sure that we're in relationship and we're not just pitching somebody on a transaction. Right. Okay. So I noticed on that form you're asking for phone number and address. How often do people fill that in? What we find, it, it's I think there's a, there's a lot of uh, discussion around whether you you can you want to just have a first name and an email or just an email and and what I find is that if somebody's curious and and they're and they're interested enough to want to get a copy of the book, they're generally going to want to share their stuff. There's there's a lot of of reciprocity and and Robert uh, Cialdini wrote a book called Influence and he wrote about reciprocity. It's one of my favorite books. And in that, it's there. There's this formula. It's if somebody says hello, or they say thank you, or something happens, you tend to respond. It's just this natural thing we do. And when I'm putting a book out there, I'm actually going to ship a book out. People tend, for one, they're going to give me the address because they actually want to receive the book. And and mm-hmm. so we we give them the physical book and we send the e e copy of it, so they get both of those and they can start reading immediately. The phone number is it's interesting because we have a combination. People will will give us the phone number and then others won't, and it's not required. They can um, they can not do it or they can give us a bogus number. the The interesting part is that if somebody is disgruntled with Wall Street and they hear this this option, this opportunity to learn more, and they know that I'm serious and my heart's in the right place. There's less skepticism about sharing their phone number because why are they giving the phone number? Because we're going to call and ask them 
if they have any questions, if there's something that we can uh, educate them about, it, you know, to see if they're even qualified for this. So they know. I mean, we, we give our phone numbers because we expect somebody to call us. It's not a mystery why we're doing it. And we right. do. We follow up. So it, it's a mix. Um, it filters people out too because what you don't want is a list of 10,000 people where you have three people that actually care and you just basically scratched and nod and got the 10,000 that don't even care about you or your thing. Right, right. Okay. Interesting. So that's an, a physical copy of the book that you're giving away on that pop-up. Have you ever just tried the ebook giveaway and how did that work compared to the physical book? We've, we've done the ebook. The, the thing that I like about doing the physical and adding that in is that we can, we can touch people different ways. We can share things. We can actually send them packages. We can do things that most people are just, they've, they've moved into the digital space because essentially it's free when you're doing emails. And but the problem is you're, you're competing with everybody. And I like the fact that we can touch people on the phone, we can email them, we can send them a letter, we can send them a postcard. We keep showing up and we touch their senses, we send them brownies. You know, We're doing things that are not very common and most people won't spend the, the money. It costs me 15 or $20 every time I send somebody a book. Mm-hmm. That's not what most people are going to want to do. They're going to say, no, nah, I'd rather just send it all electronic, which is fine. The models can work, but we get a lot more engagement with the physical thing because people go, okay, you, you're actually investing in me. This is, it, it feels real and people want to hold things. And I think that that's a, a big differentiator if you can do it in your business. Yeah, definitely. So do you, so you send them out, so you send them a book and you send them all these goodies and you kiss up to them and you send them a whole bunch of emails that's full of information, not selling anything, but eventually you're going to have to sell something. So do you make money when people set up a self-directed QRP? We do. That, that, okay. That's our model. Yeah. So the, the model for us is, is about empowerment and, and education. So the empowerment is, is, the, is the actual product that, that we're setting up for them. And what, what they find is that when they decide to do that, when somebody says, I want a QRP, they're going to actually spend less money up front than they will over the next 12 months in fees on their, their 401ks. And so once they're educated around that, they go, okay, this makes sense. And then the ongoing model is very similar to other models that are out there in terms of the subscription model and the subscription economy is, is kind of the, the golden goose. Everybody wants to figure out how to serve people indefinitely and create this mailbox money like real estate used to be. And so we, we continue to serve people both in keeping them in compliance with the, the IRS, which is really important. You don't want the IRS knocking at your door. I've had this happen. It is not fun. And the, the other thing we do is we're constantly educating them. So we've got a team that has done actual real world investing. Like the, the guys that have done in real estate investing, like I have, there's a team of us and collectively we've done a quarter billion dollars worth of real estate investing. We're educating people and teaching them not based on academics or what we learned in a classroom, but we're videotaping ourselves going through real deals and, and just continuing that drip of education. So it's a different approach. I know there are people that are out there that I pay attention to that are constantly sending me education and they're not, it's not a pitch every time. It's a pitch once in 10 or once in 20. Our job is to continue to give people that value. So they want to pay attention and they want to share. If they become raving fans, then our drip shifts into this referral process. And that's what we, we all want. We want people to, to get lit up and to where they're sharing faster than we can possibly market or advertise. That makes sense. Okay, so let's talk about other ways that you're generating traffic. Are you um, doing any SEO or Facebook ads or anything else, or is podcasting the way you're generating traffic? Podcasting is is the big one. The other one is is sharing the message with other people that are able to share it. And so people have affiliate messaging, like you know they they'll do those things. Other people share their lists. 
what I like to do is kind of old school, and that's getting in front of people. It's physically getting in front of, of people's groups, their communities, and sometimes that's on videos where we're, we're sharing, uh, we're having a conversation. Sometimes it's, it's like this type of uh, podcast, but it's for a particular tribe, and sometimes it's physically in front of people's groups. I, d- I want to find things that uh, that are hard to do, and so I don't have a lot of people that are willing to step up and do those. I like to go to live things, and, and I like to write checks to people to be able to be there or actually share in, in the revenues. But the effort to do that tends to make a big difference, and the, the margins on, on that investment tend to be a lot bigger. I mean, they're, mm-hmm. you know, they're, they're 50 60 70% versus they could be 10 or 20% for, for the digital stuff where we're, we're constantly fighting with everybody else that's, that's yelling at people to buy their thing over the others. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Awesome. Wow. Well, you've given us a ton of awesome information today, Damien. So I'm going to turn a few minutes back over to you. You tell us anything you want to tell us. You, the stage is yours for a few minutes. Go for it. Well, I think one of the things that people that they get stuck with a lot of times when they're starting up, they're, they're testing things and and the testing things costs money. And one of the things that, that happens with businesses is that the reason that nine out of 10 fail is because typically people are undercapitalized. And one of the coolest parts about what we're doing when we're, we're helping people tap into their retirement money with, with by setting up the QRP, they're able to tap into resources they thought were dead and really be able to invest in their in their funnels, in their businesses. And I mean, if they can, if you have a 401k and you can pull 50,000 out of that and it's it, there's no tax or penalty or anything and you could invest that in your business, business, it may be an opportunity to use some real dead Wall Street money and be able to try things that ultimately are going to create a, a lifestyle and a business that works instead of having a few hundred or a few thousand dollars and feeling really kind of pinched in your business. So we're giving people some options that they didn't even know they had. And that's just one of the one of the benefits. And you know, if, if people want to, they want to learn more about what options are out there with their retirement money, that's really dead money on a roller coaster grab a copy of the book. I'd love to, I'd love people to get a, a, a copy of it. And, and like I said before, it's, it's something that's, that I'm going to send to you and it's, it, it's not going to cost you a dime. And at the very least, you're going to get an awareness about some options that you may not have known about that could help you in your business and, and your financial future. Awesome. And cookies. Any what? Right? And you, and you send cookies as well. We, we do. We, we send all sorts <laughs> of stuff. So you never know what's going to come. It's lumpy mail. It's delicious mail. It's paper mail. Who knows? <laughs> Fair enough. Thank you for being on the show today, Damien. Thanks, Lindsay. I appreciate it. So what'd you think of that interview with Damien? Pretty cool, huh? Isn't it awesome that he was so open about spending $1,000 a day on pay-per-click and selling that book for 100 bucks? I just love stories like that. I love it when I can have guests on that are not shy about telling us the tests that they've run because we're all running tests, right? And Damien has it figured out. We sure appreciate having him on the program. So before you go, make sure you leave us a review on iTunes. If you like the show, I would sure appreciate it. Or even better, share this with a friend because I know you go to the chamber events. I know you're friends with small business owners. I know on Facebook, you have tons of friends that are small business owners there too. So make sure you share an episode or two. If you got some cool tidbits out of it, I would sure appreciate it. A final word before we go, make sure you check out trafficandleadsmembership.com, 49 bucks a month, 
Or if you don't want to do it yourself, guess what? Trafficandleads.com does everything. We run SEO, we run pay-per-click, we run Facebook ads, we build your opt-ins, and we build your email sequences. Guess what? We do it all. So make sure you contact us, info at oneclicklindsay.com if you want to reach me directly or check out our website at trafficandleads.com. Until next time, I'm One Click Lindsay with trafficandleads.com where the solution to your slow growth is just one click away. Bye.